Hey. Did I just add another intro? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to start off by um, saying, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm really happy to be here because we know we got another sponsor, uh, Spencer's Ukes. This is actually where I got my uke from. If yeah, yeah, I got my uke from Spencer's Ukes, uh, and you know, you can customize them. You can. Uh, color them mine's getting a little chipped mine is Makala, but you know i just call her Michaela. it's it, the, the a is silent it's a bit chipped but listen, yeah listen to her purr L- listen to that purr oh Woo! Ooh! Ooh! listen to that that's beautiful yeah, uh, Spencer's Ukes. Uh, you can find them on I-84 by the uh, quarry. Yeah, if you want to get one. What quarry? Just the quarry. You know, the, the quarry. Just, it's, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 hop into our episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, today, you know, I was just kind of moseying around, and I, I, I don't know if you know, but we're definitely going to talk about this again. Don't worry. Um, if, to anybody that knows who this guy is, Kid Cuddy oh. has came out, has come out, has cometh outeth with a new album, uh, Man on the Moon 3. His, his, his first, um, studio commercial album was Man on the Moon. His second studio commercial album was Man on the Moon 2. And so, obviously, there's only one logical explanation for what the third one's going to be. Man on the Moon 3. This is big. This is a big. Because um, this was this is Cuddy's first um, um, mm, single project that he... he, um, he Full-length project he did himself. I do not count Kid Sees Ghost because he made that with Kanye. And I have nothing against Kanye, but if you listen to that album, Kid Cuddy, Kid, all Kid Cuddy really does is a bunch of choruses and stuff. And Kanye kind of did everything else. I'm okay with that, but I, Kid Cuddy's probably my my most favorite artist because he 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 takes um classic hip hop sounds and he uses this is what he does. He take he he, he is a hip hop artist definitely. But he takes like uh, rock and roll, alternative, very um, sci-fi sounds, and puts them on a hip hop template. 
Some of his songs don't even sound like it's hip hop, and I absolutely love it because he just he kills it, man. He he doesn't follow the classic template, and dude, dude is like thirty now, and it's been a while. He he's gone through a lot of problems, but it's just it's you know, in the words of Kevin Malone, it's just nice to win one. He's back on top. Uh, we're definitely gonna talk about this album because per- it it is a fantastic album. He comes in hot with his first song too. Um, and also, fun fact, Phineas. From, like, Ann An Ferb? No. Oh. What other Phineas would you know? Phineas. Phineas, as in Billie Eilish's brother, I, does a little bit. Of, I, I don't know. I thought you would know that. How am I supposed to know him? I don't know. Um, uh, Phineas, if anybody knows who Phineas is, I mean, he, he does make a couple. Not he does make songs. I love then. Billie Eilish like you. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Cool it. Whoa, 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 cool. Tone. Keep... I know you get itchy, but come No, on. I'm actually hot now. I'm a bit itchy, but not as itchy as I was. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I So I got my lotion. For your uh, itchiness? What's it called? Are you going to tell us, or is that? Are you going to keep it private? It is called... <laughs> it's clindamycin, let me guess. Huh? It's so- sodium... Phos... Sodium... Uh, it starts with an S. S- uh, silver cell... Oh, I know what it is too. It's for Cilium Sulfide Topical Suspension USP 2.5 Lotion. Use it once every day for seven days. Is this for your private rash? Huh? Is this for your, your rash? It's what do you? It's not a rash. It's a fungus. Oh, it's, it's for the itchy. Fungus. It's not. It's not that gross. Who everybody? It, to anybody who thinks it's gross, it's not. It's literally. Have you ever been itchy? That's all it is, and all I have is lotion for it. It's it's actually not that bad. Uh oh crap, did I take a shower today? Yes, I did take a shower today, so that means I did use it. Um this stuff is freaking sick, man. It, it's so oh so relieving, man. After I put it on, it's great. It's uh, I mean, it's de- I definitely I get itchy, but it's it's not as bad as it used to be. It literally let's let I remember in culinary, oh my Goodness, I was on entrees, and I would have to be making my food, and I, I'd have like I don't know, let's say minimum like three orders, three I'd have to like make three burgers with fries or whatever, and I'd be on my first one, I'd get to the oven, put the burger on, it was so hot there, I'd be like I'm, I can't I can't I I, I gotta go itch myself, I'd li- I'd just leave the the dude the food would be so late I didn't care though because I I I. C- I could not operate my vessel. That I was so itchy. I'd have to go to the back. My chef would be like, Antonio, where are you, you chihuahua? My chef would call us chihuahuas. It was hilarious. Speaking of operating vessels. Yeah. Ooh. There was a good vessel operator in today's episode of The oh, Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was good. Should we get into it? Here we go. Season 2. Episode 7. Chapter 15, The Mandalorian, The Believer. Tony, initial thoughts. The Believer, the first name. What are some of the other episode names? Let's start there. Uh, The Traveler. Uh, Because there was a Traveler. The first episode was called like The Warden or something, right? Because there was a Warden. And The Traveler, The Jedi. The Child was an episode. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was called The Child. Oh, like early on, like episode two. Yeah. Uh, Why do you think this one was called The Believer? I was trying to figure that out. 
what who was the believer what was the believer person i think the believer was mayfield the believer that was bill burr right Mm -hmm. i think he was the believer because i think he's going to probably join the resistance or he's going to start doing something good i know at the like i know like we'll get to that but like his fate at the end of the episode wasn't bad i'm not saying just that how they left the episode i thought like We'll get to that. But yeah, we're going to we're gonna talk a dash about this episode. So, <sighs> do you remember what happened in the beginning of the episode? So, because last episode, um, Mando talks to uh, Dune about getting Mayfield, the sharp, the, the ex-Imperial sharpshooter, right? Yeah. So, he's in a, like a prison. He's in, je- he's a prisoner and he's, that's my bad. I do that a lot. What do you mean? It sounds when you do the like the P sounds. Prisoner. No, like the P sounds like it really comes alive, and when you listen to it back, because I listen to all the episodes. Oh. I'm sorry. I'll try to stop. <laughs> but anyway, um, he's a prisoner, and uh, Cara Dune comes and gets him, and she's like, "Come with me." So he he like goes with them, and he needs Mando needs him. Because he's, you know, he's a good, sh- he has, he's an ex-imperial, so like. Nasty shot. He's dude. a nasty shot, but that's not really why he needs, she, yeah. he needs him. He needs him because to find the child, he's got to find Mob Gideon, ship, and. You they need can someone get the who knows coordin- their way around. He has the imperial, like, codes and coordinates mm-hmm. uh, that he can get the, uh, the codes from at the terminal. So they have to get into this uh, secret imperial base on Morag, right? Fet- Boba Fett's there. Fennec is there, Dune is there, Mando's there, and Mayfield's there, right? Yeah. So they they decide that Mayfield and uh um the Mando have to go in. So they hijack this like they hijack this this cargo truck carrying this uh element that's like super explosive. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Radon? What? So, yeah. But time for that. Um so wait, you said Boba Fett already, right? Yeah, Boba Fett is there. He wasn't that big of a thing in this. Episode. Oh no, he, he wasn't. Because was, he, was he was the I, pilot. He yeah, just, he he went in and got him out. I I like that though. But um, yo, Boba Fett's armor was looking nice, yo. Like he got a new coat of paint. Um, quick thoughts on Boba. I just think it's I it. Uh, this is just my opinion. Um, I don't know why, but it was just really weird. It's really weird seeing him as a character in this show. Totally happy to have him on the show because Boba, he's a classic bounty hunter. He's a classic Mandalorian. There was some um, talks about him not being a Mandalorian, but he, he is a Mandalorian. Um, what is cool about this is, um, I mean, there's so much you can do with Boba Fett, especially in this show. Um, there was one little scene that was hilarious. So they were choosing, so they're choosing who has to go with Mayfield because no one wanted Mayfield to go by himself because they still don't trust him because he was a prisoner. So if, who was the assassin? Um, If Fennec went with Mayfield, they would do a DNA scan on her and know she's not Imperial and the mission would be over. Um, but if, um... If um, if Mando went with him, what is his name? Jin. Yeah, dude, John. But you just just call him Mando. Yeah, if Mando went with him, they. Uh, I'll get to that. If Mando went with him, he'd have to. Uh, 
take off his mask, and he didn't want to do that. So then, if Boba went with him, he he they ask him, Bo, um, Boba, can you come with us? And he goes, let's just say they'd recognize my face. Awesome now, line. If it, you really have to know what that is, uh, I mean, some people. I mean, I'd say ninety percent got that. But the thing is, Boba's a clone. Bo- Boba's no, dad was Bo- Jango. Yeah, Boba's dad was the uh, template for the clones. Yeah, but no, but th- that the Boba is Boba is a clone. Oh right, because yeah. he is. He just right. he was like he wants a son, so he personally took right. a clone Correct. and raised him. Yes. What's f- it's it's just funny about that because it's so true. They the the Empire when they switched over, if they just they would have just seen. Wait, why? Why is a clone still around? I thought yeah. those guys died out. It was just hilarious. They 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 put that in there perfectly. So, yeah, that was good. Yeah. So now they got to get onto this. So they're on the transport, right? And uh, Mayfield is driving it, and then they get attacked by like locals who are trying to blow up local pirates. Who are dude. trying to blow up the explosive material. So our boy Mando goes. It's so funny because Mando is such a determined guy and never backs down. So he goes through the first wave easily without without any hesitation. He wrecks it. It's called a Rhydonium. That's the Rhydonium. Rhydonium is extremely explosive. Um, Second wave comes of bad guys. Mando has a little little rocky start, but he he destroys them. It's because he's not in his Beskar armor. Yeah, like there's this one. He does get rocked. Yeah, usually when he's fighting, like. If they attack him, he puts his arm up to block mm-hmm. with yeah. the armor. And when he's wearing the armor, it blocks it. But this time he doesn't. Yeah. And he's not wearing the armor. And it, like, shatters what's on his yeah. arm. And he, he, like, recoils. Yeah. It was, it's it's funny because there's one point when some guy punches him and Mando doesn't even yeah. know. Yeah. Mando has didn't, like, he his awareness is his armor. And if someone hits him, he knows. But he's just like that because his armor is so powerful. So it was kind of funny to see him get punched. And he's like, wait, what? Uh, it 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 was cool because like the the one part where he puts his fist up and gets ready to oh, go at like the end with the final wave like he's about to get overwhelmed <laughs> the, like that literally there was no there was at least I want to say fifty maybe third met like over twenty guys he had to go fight and it was just so funny he wasn't he like he just put his fist up and was ready to go but luckily. Boba and uh, no, it wasn't Boba. It was the oh, it was the Imperials because yeah. they thought Mayfield and Mando were Imperials, which yeah. was cool. It was funny, but um, it was just kind of I don't. It was kind of cool how to see the um when they roll into the base, all the Imperials raising like their like their you know just saluting them, and you see like all of them just talking, hyping everybody up, getting food. And it's dude. The other side's got kids too. They got they got a, they got mouths to feed and stuff. Yeah, that's and nice. um, and Mayfield even talks about it. He says like he was he was talking about one of the great wars of Mandalorian. I mean, mother of Mandalore. Like all the people there. I mean, there were some true like man Mandalorian soldiers, but some of those guys there didn't want to fight, and they just they were forced to. And basically, he was just saying. Every side has their flaws. It doesn't matter what side you're on. There's always going to be flaws. And uh, that was just cool because Mayfield was on the Empire side at a time. But then he got out of it because he realized how bad it was. But he was saying just it's it's the same, man. Each side has mouths to feed and stuff like that. 
But then we we get inside. We get inside the base. And the reason they're at the base is because they need a terminal to know where Moff Tarkin is. Gideon. Moff Gideon is. So he can <clears throat> excuse me, get back the child. This is a good scene because you see Mando take off his mask around people. <gasps> yeah, so the reason he's got... So Mayfield goes in, but then he turns around real quick because he sees one of his old commanding officers. And he's like, I don't know if he's going to recognize me, but I'm not taking that chance. So Mando's like, give it to me, I'll do it. But Mayfield's like, it needs to scan your face, so you're going to have to take your helmet off. And he's just like, give it to me. So he goes, he tries to scan it without his, without taking off his helmet. That was funny. But then it doesn't work, so he takes off his helmet. And you see him again, like in mm-hmm. full-fledged, not beat up. Like Pedro Pascal looks like a cool dude. Yeah. They got a good guy. But like, it just shows how much he really cares about Grogu. It, this, that, it, it's really cool because I, I, before I was saying, I was, I was kind of ready for Grogu to leave because I wanted it to be the Mando. First time he's not in an episode, by the way. Yeah. And this, the, what was cool about this is it just, it really shows, again, where I like talking about where the show can go because it's only season two, man. Um, uh, it, it's cool because I'd like to see, or I'd I'd hope to see, a, like almost like a father son relationship blossom with Grogu and Mando, because I think that would just be the coolest thing ever. You could do you could do so much with that, and that's really how you start connecting uh viewers, because you you start bringing in not a love connection but uh. A, a relationship with stakes and consequences and stuff like that. It makes it like very, uh, very, very valuable. If that makes sense. But it was cool. It was very, very cool to see that. Um, what happens after that? They well, so they, then, oh, this was great. This the commanding great. the commanding officer like starts interrogating, um, uh, uh, the Mando. Right, starts interrogating Mando. Yeah. And asking him questions, and he doesn't necessarily know how to answer because he's not Imperial. Yeah. But Mayfield comes to his rescue. That and was starts great. answering it. So then it seems like they're gonna get caught, but then the guy's like, the uh, the officer's like, "Come get a drink with me." Yeah. So they're sitting down and they're talking, and I gotta say, Bill Burr was really good in this scene. Bill Burr did he fantastic. Was really he was really good. He in this really, scene. he really set himself apart from what he usually does. Like he starts talking about. Um, he starts talking about like the the war the part of the war that he's in and obviously he suffers from some sort of PTSD but like all the like innocent people and his comrades that all died and then the guy's basically just like it is what it is yeah. it is what it, it is. is and he's like he's basically saying that and Mayfield Bill Burr's character is you like, could you see it oh through man. the scene it builds up with his the eye, music yeah. his eyes and everything so finally the imperial officers like. He's like, basically, he's like, it is what it is. And he's like, let's raise a glass yeah. to the Empire. And you just see it on Bill Burr's character's face. He's got that, like, tear, like, silent anger brewing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just, bang, <laughs> lasers the man's to the chest. And, dude, he I definitely it's shot so first. funny how, uh, 100% <laughs> yeah. he shot so first. so funny how Mando just looks out of character without oh, his helmet. Yeah. Because he just... I personally, I, I'm just making assumptions now, but like, I feel like he probably feels more socially safe with his mask on. You, and like, he, he probably, without the mask, he feels naked and yeah, almost he like, so uncomfortable. he looked like socially, like, like he had social anxiety. Yeah, he's got his mask, he's got his <laughs> with helmet his off mask this whole on. Time. If someone says something to him and he's silent, it doesn't matter to him. But like, it just, it like, it was so funny to see him like that. Yeah. So yeah. now, now they got to, uh, 
now they they like they're sh- shooting their way out, and uh, Fennec and Dune are sharpshooting guys on the edge, keeping them covered, and um, uh, they there was a scene when they were talking where he, where the Imperial officer said the the ride on or what uh, what's it called the that ra- big machine no the the material the explosive radonium radonium like Radonium, he's, something he's like, like that. the things we can make with this essentially the weapons of mass destruction mm-hmm. and bill bear's character does not like that so they get in a little firefight they get picked off they they survive it uh boba fett comes and picks them up and as they're leaving away mayfield bill bear's character is like give me that rifle so he puts it down and he shoots the explosive material the, the rifle the cycler yeah. rifle oh, that's yeah. that's a cool rifle because that's what the tuscan raiders yep. use yeah probably one of the best rifles in the star wars galaxy it's 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 crazy yeah so he does that and uh blows it up and he's like i gotta you know some of us gotta sleep at night so he yeah. kind of like he felt guilty like I think he felt a little guilty when he realized that they had to bring that in for this. Yeah. And he's like, I just got to destroy it so that they can't use yeah. it for bad. And he took out the entire base. Yeah. What was cool about, yeah, that was fly. But as they fly away, we get to see something that was in episode two. Mando, Slave One has um, a sonic boom cartridge or cask or whatever you want to call it. And as he flies away... A but like a like a tiny squadron of um, Tie Fighters come out to take him out, but he drops the sonic boom and takes them out. This, if you've watched episode two, of where of the of the Star Wars movies, if you watch episode two, um, Obi Wan is flying through an asteroid field to get slave the slave one, and he keeps and. Sh- um, Jango Fett, Boba Fett's father's who's flying it, and this is while Boba Fett's young, um, he shoots off sonic booms. This it's probably the coolest thing the the, the the well not the coolest thing, but a cool thing in the movie, and it's it, it the sound that it makes is crazy. It's like oh no, but yeah. Thing is amazing. Again, it's it's weird to see Bobo Fett. I don't know why in the uh, show because when I, mean, I think of Bobo Fett, I think time. like a, a like a stoic bounty hunter. Yeah. But it's true. We really don't know Bobo Fett all that well unless you like read the, co- read, the comics and read stuff. The comics and like the only things that probably most people know about Boba are from the movie. Yeah. And then from Star Wars, the Clone Wars, yeah. when he's a, remember those episodes where he's a kid and he tries to yeah. get revenge on Windu. Oh, yeah. And he pretend about that. that. Yeah, yeah you're there right. There was those two, but I think this this episode is set set up for something. It was kind of, I mean, there was some action, but there was a lot of calm, like before the storm. Yeah. Because then, like, they let Mayfield go. Yeah. Like, they do the whole little thing, like, oh, it's a shame that he didn't make it out of the out of this alive. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm free to go. Just okay, classic. I'm go. For mil- yeah. So he gets out, and then they go. They, she's like, what's next? And you see him send a message to Moff, Moff Gideon. He sent the exact message that yeah. Moff Gideon sent, sent to Mando. But right. what's important about this is it like it's kind of just Mando the way Mando says it. But if you look behind those words, it's like he, he that like the child Grogu means a lot to Mando. Yeah. He has become very attached to Mando and Grogu to Mando also. But it's cool. It's gonna be fun to how to see like how their relationship blossoms. And I think I liked 
like when they showed when they showed his face the first time in season one, I didn't like it. Yeah. This time, I liked it. Yeah, it this, was this time. It I was f- good. I wonder if it's gonna be like once a season you get to see his face or something. Yeah. Or I wonder if this is a setup to like because his like learnings of the his what he thinks is the Mandalorian way isn't necessarily the yeah the way Mandalorian it's died do. out. It's kind of died out. I wonder if he's gonna relax a bit. Yeah. Which it would, would be interesting. It'd be cool because then. I mean, we. I like his character now, but you'd really get to see some, like, character development. I think that's what really starts making a show what it is. Yeah. When you start getting into character development. And, it's like, the, the first couple seasons, you really have to slowly do it. Because if you try to develop a character too fast, people will think it's unnatural or you won't catch it. And right. there won't be any connection. When you make a pizza, you leave it in the oven. Leave it in. For a little bit. A little bit. When you're making steak, you got to marinate it. You Mm. don't throw it out for people to eat. You slowly marinate that bad boy, all right? It's just, you you don't eat the cookies. I forgot the saying about the cookies. It's something about a jar. You don't pop the cookies. Who's coming back for the final battle? Um, obviously we got the the four the squad. We the got, squad. We got the squad. Carl we Weathers, got... obviously. Um, uh, the girl. Kara. Kara, yeah. Um, Mando. Fennec, Fennec and Fett. Yeah, Fennec. You think Ahsoka's Fennec gonna make it? Make an appearance? Somebody's got to fight that dark saber. Mm, nah, cause he's got the best car. Oh, the spear. He's got the best guard spiel, man. Okay, I, I think I, I I would like to see Ahsoka, but I think they just did that as a backdoor as pilot. A, absolutely, as a backdoor okay. pilot. Maybe there. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a tiny Ahsoka scene, or maybe some uh, some some little like talks about her. But I I wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't in the next episode. How many beans? Uh this episode was really out of, cool. Out of sixteen. Uh. I'm going to give it 13. 13? I really liked it. I just... Bill Burr's performance in this episode was really, really he good. He killed it. 13. Uh, I'm going to give... I love this scene. <laughs> uh, we have the office on in the background. We just... That's what I do. The classic scene where Andy talks about his time at Cornell is is a classic quote. Um, uh, I, I think I'm going to give this episode... 10 beans. That's fair. 10 beans. I actually really like the bean scale out of 16 because 10 out of 10 if out of 10 out of 10 is just like doesn't work. Because if you do a 7 can be either a solid movie or a movie that didn't hit expectations. Yeah. If you do 16, that means 10 means the, sh- the episode is great and you're going to like it. But anything over 10, that means like you're starting to get into stuff. And that, you can really differentiate how bad something was if you go over 10. Next, for the finale, we definitely got to get our um, our resident expert on Star Wars lore oh, yeah. and comics. So. Uh, Zephaniah, the analyst, Martinez will yeah, be coming in. We got to get him in here. Yeah, baby. Uh, we, we've got, we got a lot of stuff cooking up for you guys. And I think you're going to like it. I like that you say that every single episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you. We'll see you next week for the uh, finale. We'll do the finale uh, next week. Clinky clink. Clink clink. Blah. Hey, you got any albums coming up soon? <laughs> I 
I'm so happy you asked me that. <laughs> I love when people ask me that. Why? Because I'm I I I I guess the cat is out of the back. Um, cat is out. Meow. Um, meow. I do. I am working on some music. Um. Uh. Uh. So my sister-in-law's mother sent me like a graduation present and the note was like telling me like keep making music I, like that's so creative and you can actually do it and i love that because that was like oh that's someone that appreciates my music and it's like i like i make a bunch of rap music and stuff so it's cool that like someone appreciates that but you know i'm jumping into other stuff i still don't like trapped in my mind I'm, i i wish i did not oh, post man. that song i love it i'm going right past it i i actually have um so I'm, I'll give you a little snippet. So this album I'm making, it, it's probably, it's going to be like, it's, it's going to be tiny, tiny. I'm doing like seven songs. I like to keep it tiny because I'm lazy and you know, that's, that's, it's fine. It's called uh green boy knows what's up. Um, it, it sounds weird, but you know, I like to get, I like to get symbolic cause it's, it's just fun to do. Um, this album is a lot of like experimental beats. Uh, what should I show? What should I show? What's uh, where? What's this? Uh oh, is it not on here? Oh, I made a song called "All I Want Is You." Uh, it's actually it's act a it's, love song here. No, Tiny? it's not actually. Oh really? It's not a trick a trickery. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. Uh. I got I, before I explain the album, it's got to drop. But um, I actually have some really cool cover art for it. It, it I actually made it when Ella um, wrecked my drawer and my like this half of the room was messy, and that was the kind of feel I was going for. But uh, yeah, the album's gonna be called um, Green Boy Knows What's Up. I realized after I made Mr. Astronaut. I wanted to st my album names. I wanted them kind of stay along the line of character names, but uh, yeah, this is it's it's weird. It's weird, but this is I'll I'll like what should I play? A little snippet of the beginning, yeah, or a little. A little all right, this is all you're getting. gonna be called green boy knows what's up uh I'm looking forward to it but yeah man we've got we got stuff cooking man uh oh 
I this this I I'll also tell you this I can tell you this one because this one's not a surprise. Uh, I have another album coming out called Road Trip. This one is not, I haven't even started making songs for this because it, when I make Road Trip, uh, I I I want to know a little bit more about music and hopefully I can actually make my own songs. Beats, you mean? Or yeah, or no, I want to be out of Corona when I make um. Uh, road trip because uh, I have a lot of ideas and I want people with like amazing singing voices for this one and I can't have everyone like I want to do some like like I want to have bring people in and have them harmonize and stuff because there's some cool ideas for road trip I have but yeah stuff's in the works Looking stuff's in the it. works and yeah Zaya's hit debut studio albums coming out tomorrow it's it's called Big Z you know me no, it's and not. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Exclusively produced by um, Anton the Scantron. Oh. What the? That's not right. Listen to his album. Have a, have a day, I, I guess. I don't... New album. What's up, everybody? It's me, Spencer, from Spencer's Ukuleles. Now, don't worry about us. Do you like playing ukuleles? I love playing ukuleles. We've got all the ukuleles you could want over here. We got big ones. We've got little ones. We've got red ones. We've got blue ones. Hey, we got all kinds of ukuleles over here. Tell them about it, Johnny. Hey, guys. I just picked up one yesterday. It looks so good. Yeah. My good old buddy Spencer got me a beautiful one. He also told me about the one that this guy on the podcast has. It's called a Makala one. Beautiful. I don't know why he calls it Makala, but it, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty. We got pretty all nice. kinds of ukuleles and even come in. We might even have some guitars. Oh, snap. I might come in. Yeah. Yeah. We got some guitars. You can play the guitar. So make sure you come on down to Spencer's ukulele shop. We've got all the ukes you can need and some guitars. Hey there, bud. Yeah. I'll come in. What the heck was that? <laughs>